podcast that can be found on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. That's Safe Money Radio with Brad Pistole. Springfield weather on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Well, no relief can be found today from the heat. Upper 90s outside, staying warm for this evening, getting into the mid-70s overnight tonight. Another breezy and warm day tomorrow. 98 degrees in Springfield, southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting 25 miles an hour on your Wednesday. Guys, see fewer clouds on Thursday and Friday. We're going to make a run for our first 100 in Springfield later in the week. For Fox 49, I'm meteorologist Tom Schmidt. I'm the son of a good man. I'm the child of an angel, I'm the brother of a wild one, and I'm looking for direction. News analysis and opinion. It's the Elijah Har Show on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Well, I think Speaker Kevin McCarthy broke the internet in the last 24 hours because he started talking about a potential probe into the potential impeachment of President Joe Biden. Joining us now on the show, Congressman Mark Alford. Congressman Alford, welcome back. Hey, thank you so much, Elijah. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. Mark, tell us a little bit about what is it that Kevin McCarthy actually said. I've seen I've seen headlines like, oh, impeachment starting, and I've seen this is nothing. What's what's actually going on? Well, look, you know, this has been brewing for some time. As the information comes in, the IRS whistleblower uh, now this uh, gentleman who uh, it was in business with Hunter Biden is going to testify on Monday behind closed doors and then eventually in public. Uh, the information is coming out that the Biden crime family uh, is real. And if things play out like we think they play out, uh, this president is compromised to Ukraine, compromised to communist China. And this is uh, would be a considered a high crime. And so Kevin McCarthy wants to do this the right way. We do not want to repeat of what the Democrats recklessly did with their power uh, in impeaching President Trump. This needs to go through a proper inquiry process, through a committee process, and then to the full House, because this is one of the most precious, sacred uh, acts that Congress can do aside from declaring war is impeach the President of the United States. You know, I know Congress and, and the, the Senate, they, they have the ability and the power to do it. We've never seen a successful removal of the President of the United States. And really, over the past few years, particularly with the, the two different Trump impeachments, it feels like, especially to a conservative, that the process has been cheapened so much that does anybody still take it seriously? Well, that's the problem. The Democrats have turned it into a kangaroo court and circus, and so it's lost its effect and ability and power and the american people don't have trust in the system anymore and we have to rebuild that trust by doing it the right way for the listeners who don't know the process uh this is not uh, it's a two-part thing all right so it's like an indictment and then a conviction the indictment would happen before a grand jury a conviction would happen uh before a pettit jury or a uh in in trial and so the House of Representatives is set up under the U.S. Constitution to be that grand jury to bring forth, uh, after a proper inquiry, uh, bring forth a charge against the president of the United States. That would be the impeachment. And then it goes to the Senate for trial and uh, the senators can acquit or they can convict. And upon conviction, the president would be removed from office. Tell us, you know, I know I think it was was it. 
earlier this year, or maybe it was last year, there was at least two articles of impeachment that were filed. There was some discussion about what was going to be done with them. And, and McCarthy basically said, listen, let's not get in a hurry. Let's just hold off on that. Let's let the, uh, I think there was two separate committees. He said, let's let them do the investigation. Tell us about, so, so there's going to be testimony behind closed doors on Monday. What, what are like the next steps? What's the timeline for this process to, to occur? Well, first off, the, the talk about impeachment before one of them was Lauren Bobert. And, you know, everyone, look, Republicans are rightfully fired up about this. We are incensed by the crime that the Biden family has perpetrated, this web of deceit and lies and obfuscation and gaslighting, uh, this web that I, I believe that Joe Biden's the black widow right in the middle of it all. And so rightfully so, there's indignation. But Kevin McCarthy, being the leader that he is, wants to do this the right way. And so we cannot just come out on the floor and uh, call for impeachment. It has to go through a committee process, and that's what will happen. Now, the reason this is happening behind closed doors next week is because there could be classified sensitive information that doesn't necessarily need to come out right now. And so the committee, uh, this will be, uh, there will be a record kept of the testimony. And then after that, my assumption is after the August uh, in-district work period that we will come back and we will get to work on uh, possible uh, impeachment proceedings for uh, President Joe Biden. How do you handle how do you handle the political side of this? And I think I think back to the Clinton impeachment in the late 90s. You know, it seemed pretty clear he had perjured himself. He'd lied under oath. And then the Democrats all closed ranks said, nope, we're not going to remove him. And they didn't seem to pay any real penalty at the polls. And then, like I said, you've gone through this, the two circuses with, with Trump. How, how do you handle the political side of this? Do, you know, do, do the I'm not a politician. I don't really give a rat's patoot what the Senate does. I'm here to do my job in the U.S. House of Representatives, and that's to help get to the bottom if our government, our nation is compromised to where communist Chinese, um, with their aggression towards Taiwan, have an upper hold on us. Uh, They do militarily right now. And if if they've got a hold on Joe Biden by the you-know-whats, then we're in big trouble. And so we've got to make sure that we get to the bottom of it. We straighten it out. And if the Senate doesn't want to do their job, so be it. And I don't care what the political ramifications are. This is too precious of a nation to be worried about politics. You're 100% right. I couldn't have said it better. I do have a, you know, I I do feel bad for the Bidens in in the fact that they, they have got probably the worst family member and we've had some bad ones we i mean roger clinton had his had his share probably well, i remember billy carter yeah for sure billy Bera. but has has there ever been a family with a family member in the white house like hunter biden who's been just such a it's just unfathomable well, that they still allow him to come to the white house knowing all the problems he has Everyone has a dark sheep in the family. This guy is the dark goat, the greatest of all time criminals to be part of a presidential family. And it's sad that he has gotten this far. You know, it's sad that President Biden lost his eldest son. I think maybe that had something to do with this endearment of his second son, not wanting him to get into any trouble, uh, keeping him away from the public as much as possible. But uh, Hunter Biden has screwed up big time. 
he lost his position in the military because of his drug addiction. He clearly has a sexual addiction or did at one time. And uh, his laissez-faire attitude about his laptop, which the media did not uh, even want to cover three years ago, and I was screaming about it at the TV station I worked about, why aren't we airing this story? This is serious business, and it's time the media got its collective head out and started doing its job and being true journalists and getting to the bottom of it as well and not shying away from the pain that is going to come through this process. It's going to be painful for America, but we've got to get it done. We've got to rip off the scab and let the, the wounds of America heal. I'm going to ask you to play uh, play an analyst for a minute. What do you think? Is there any chance that, that Biden decides not to run for reelection next year? I don't see how he can. I, he doesn't know what day of the week it is. Half the time, he can barely walk. Um, he's fallen asleep uh, with the president of Israel sitting 10 feet away. Um, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for uh, I, I'm upset with his family uh, here. His his wife is a supposed doctor, uh, of course, not a medical doctor, but she's an intelligent woman, I assume. And they are continuing to uh, get this marionette of a president out on the stage with someone else pulling the strings and making him walk and talk. And um, it's sad. It's it, a sad situation for America. The combination of his his health issues with these these pretty serious charges that are starting to hang over. I just can't imagine that 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 the family wants to subject themselves to another campaign, or that the Democratic Party would 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 allow that. No, I mean, they people talk about Donald Trump and the issues he's got. I don't know how Biden makes it through another cycle, either from a health aspect or a criminal aspect. Well, this is the disturbing part, because if you remember uh, three years ago when so many people in the Democrat Party hated President Trump and it was anybody but Trump, uh, they would put in that office. And and Joe Biden uh, was the guy. He was the Trojan horse. And uh, the Green New Deal was loaded in that Trojan horse. Other progressive woke liberal ideology was loaded in that Trojan horse. He came to the podium on the uh, west steps of the Capitol with his uh, speech and said how he was going to be a unifier of the American people. He started welcoming seven million illegal aliens into our nation, dividing our nation, making our nation insecure, unsecure. He uh, helped boost inflation because of his demonization of fossil fuels, shutting down pipelines and and oil production. And um, look, he... If I didn't know better, I would think this guy is wanting to intentionally run our beautiful ship of a nation aground on the sh- on the reef of despair and then have government lifeboats come and bail everyone out. You see it time after time again, and uh, it's got to end. We've got to have security in America. We've got to feel safe about America again, and we have to restore the patriotism in America again. Congressman Alford, we really appreciate you joining this. Uh, looking forward to, to, to seeing how all this plays out, obviously. Um, but as we do every day, we like to, 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 to wrap up the interviews with two questions. And the first one actually sort of plays into what you were talking about, about needing to get back to the, the America that we all know and love. The question of the day to day, different every day on the show. Um, question of the day to day. What is one nostalgic thing that you have in your life? Is it a smell? Is it a sound? What What's one thing that as soon as you hear it, smell it, feel it, see it, it triggers a wave of nostalgia? Oh, my goodness. Um, is it 
can it be something visible? Absolutely. Well, in my office, I'm looking right now at my dad's constitution that he gave me before he died, and it's underlined like a little old lady would underline a King James Bible. Oh, that's amazing. And, um, I have it displayed there, and it reminds me every day why I'm here to follow the constitution and get us back on track. Congressman, I'm going to hold you to this. I'm going to come to D.C. one of these days. I want to see this constitution when I come by your office. Well, come on by. I'll do that. Uh, final question. Uh, if people want to follow along with the work that you're doing in Congress, particularly if they have interest in, in seeing what happens with, uh, with this potential impeachment probe, um, how do they follow you on social media or, or how do they connect with your office? Well, uh, the best way on social media is uh, at Rep. Mark Alford. And then our uh, website is offered.house.net. Oh, I'm sorry, .gov. Offered.house.gov. <laughs> I've got so many websites going, I forgot get where they are, but offered.house.gov. And listen, we also are doing some very exciting things. We have our capital recap every Friday or Saturday. We put together a little five-minute newscast from here at our studios in Washington, D.C., a recap of what went on in our great nation on Capitol Hill. Look for that on our social media channels. And we're also doing a little radio show that's syndicated now in four different markets, uh, and it's called Mark Alford's America. So uh, listen for that. We also have it on our YouTube channel. We're interviewing some of the movers and shakers in Washington, D.C., who are putting together legislation, but also are leading our great nation uh, and inspiring people to greatness. Congressman, thank you so much for joining us today, for giving us a little insight on this process that's going on in Washington, D.C. Thank you, Elijah. God bless you and every one of your listeners. All right. That was Congressman Mark Alford. Really fascinating to watch this process in Washington, I know for a lot of people, they thought Kevin McCarthy was never going to walk down this path, but I think he's almost boxed in that every day there's another news story about Hunter and his connections with the president, and 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 they just continue to come. And, and, and I mean, it, it's bad enough when there's there's talk of bribery and things like that. That's not even mentioning the embarrassing stuff. I mean... Uh, Garrett, you saw the story the other day. Hunter goes to see his lawyer, and then there's pictures of his lawyer going out and and doing a bong hit on the porch, which is legal, but probably not the thing you should do when you've got a client at your place. Everything that Hunter does just is is inexplicably crazy, on top of the fact they found cocaine in the White House. I mean, it's so insane what's going on right now. And... I, sometimes I hate these comparisons because they're ridiculous and it's not necessarily the same or it's apples to oranges. But this this version of the comparison, I think, is so clear and obviously oranges to oranges or apples to apples. And that's could you imagine if Hunter Biden's last name was Trump? Oh, my gosh. It, there would be madhouse in the streets. There would be calls for impeachment every other I mean, day. CNN and NBC would literally have drug dogs that they have the reporters holding drug dogs and they walked in to try to find more. Co- I mean, it would be <laughs> so crazy. It would it would be insane. And, and to, to anyone out there who says that everybody is on a legal playing field and nobody is above the law, I, I don't know what to tell you anymore. I, I truly <laughs> don't. Now, has... has Trump probably done some illegal things. Sure. Has Trump ever been caught on camera or any of his kids caught on camera doing illegal drugs and unspeakable things with, we'll call them ladies of the night? 
No, at least not to my knowledge. Garrett, you sound like you're like three times <laughs> ladies of the night. <laughs> it's like your great grandfather just you just like used their life. Never heard that. Um, it's the it's the King James version of prostitute. Perfect. Uh, it is. I, but I agree with you. Not so much. Listen, I get it. Trump's under indictment in a few different areas. We the, the media despised the Trump kids. DJT Junior, Eric Trump. They, the, the media. They never did a thing. That was, to me, one of the biggest bands of positivity about Trump is his kids are all successful, and they seem to just love their dad. They're not in trouble. I mean, Trump doesn't even drink. And I know, listen, you may not like the guy, but this, as Congressman Offer said, the, the, the Biden crime family, I mean, it's pretty, they were shaking down every country across the world. It's insane. Yeah, I, I said it. I said it a few minutes ago. I think before the show, I either said Joe Joe Biden either knows exactly what's going on with his son and is and doesn't want to talk about it and is covering it up, which is a terrible thing and a high crime and should not be allowed because nobody's above the law. So either by Joe Biden knows exactly what's going on with his son and is covering it up, or is not that good of a dad. I mean, because he because he clearly has no relationship and no knowing of what's going on with his son. Now, I believe both to be true, but it's just, it, it's a ridiculous claim to say that either one or the other is not the case. We're out of time. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about some conspiracies after the top of the hour news, plus Scott Moorfield on, is Vivek Ramaswamy a real candidate for president? What about RFK? We'll talk about that on the other side of the, the top of the hour news. So go-